0: Good morning, y'all. I'm Katie Kamen, and it's Monday, July 31st, and yes, it's already the last day of July. If your favorite breed of dog isn't confined to a single breed, then this is the day for you. It's National Mutt Day, so celebrate those mixed-breed dogs you've always loved. On this date in 1970, it was the end of an era in television news. On that evening, Chet Huntley said goodnight, David, to his co-anchor, David Brinkley, for the final time after 15 years on the Huntley-Brinkley Report. And on this date in 1928, it was the beginning of an era in film when Leo the Lion roared for the first time at the start of an MGM picture. Do you know which picture served as Leo's debut as MGM's mascot? I'll have that answer coming up. But first, let's get your first alert weather forecast. And good Monday morning to your meteorologist Joey. So partly cloudy skies you head outside this morning, drying out after showers and storms that rolled through yesterday evening and overnight should be mainly dry through lunchtime this afternoon and into this evening. There will be another round of a couple of showers and storms Ring chance today. About 30% may go up slightly tomorrow. High temperatures generally around 90 degrees. Next couple of days, dry day of the work week looks to be on Wednesday. High temperatures staying near 90 degrees all week long.
1: You're listening to Morning Y'all, your local headlines and first alert weather forecast, powered by the Low Country's news leader, Live 5 News. Now, let's get to your morning headlines.
0: Tomorrow, a judge will decide whether a woman facing charges related to a deadly crash on Folly Beach will stay behind bars ahead of her trial. Jamie Komorski's bond hearing is set for August 1st. She faces several charges, including felony DUI and reckless homicide for the deadly crash that killed newlywed Samantha Miller back in April. Miller's husband and two others were also hurt in that crash. Komorski's lawyers claim she's not a flight risk and is no danger to the public. They also state she struggles with alcohol dependence and would enter rehab if she's released on bond.
2: Ex-Palmetto State Bank CEO Russell Lafitte will be back in court tomorrow for his sentencing hearing. Last week, federal prosecutors presented a recommendation that Lafitte be sentenced between 9 and 12 years and also pay restitutions and fines. Lafitte was found guilty of six counts of financial crimes back in November and is accused of conspiring with convicted killer Alec Murdoch. In the filing, prosecutors say Lafitte has failed
0: to take any accountability for his own actions. As the summer days roll on, the city of Charleston is gearing up for its much anticipated annual event, Operation Move Out. For those of you moving out of Charleston, over the next few days,
2: the city will be bringing some extra reinforcement to ensure that trash doesn't pile up on the side
0: of the roads. Our Destiny Kennedy joins us live in Charleston this morning. And Destiny, tell us about that process for the move out event.
3: Good morning, Shelby and Katie. Starting today at 8 a.m., the city will be actively involved in managing the disposal of trash and household items. The initiative is specifically designed to tackle the challenges of discarded household goods and trash as renters and college students move out of their downtown rental properties. The city aims to facilitate the high volume of downtown rental unit turnovers during the last week of July to ensure a cleaner, safer and more pleasant environment for both Charleston residents and visitors. The department divides up into zones to pick up discarded items left on the curb. The city's director of livability and tourism department, Dan Riccio, says Move Out Day was not always a five-day program. Uh, Initially, we we had a one-day program, but uh, with the college uh, students um, student population increasing, we had to go to a five-day program. So. Uh, We basically have code enforcement officers patrolling the areas. We have passed out informational flyers to not only the renters, but also the uh, landlords. Officials say it's important for people that are participating in the discarding of items to follow the instructions on that flyer that was provided by the Department of Livability and Tourism. The last day for collection will be 5 p.m. this Friday, August 4th. Reporting live in Charleston, Destiny
0: Kennedy, Live 5 News. Thank you, Destiny. The Newberry Police community is mourning the loss of one of their own. Lieutenant Michael Wood died after his unmarked patrol car collided with a tractor trailer on Wednesday night while he was on duty. Wood will be honored at Wiles Chapel on the campus of Newberry College at 10 a.m. today. The South Carolina Highway Patrol and the Newberry County Coroner's Office are investigating that crash. South Carolina Governor Henry McMaster has ordered flags at the state capitol to be lowered to half-staff from sunrise until sunset today as a tribute to Wood. Wood began his 20-year career as a Newberry police officer back in 2003 and rose through the ranks, making lieutenant in 2017. Newberry officials called his passing a great loss for the community.
2: The child killed
0: in a Little River boat crash
2: early this month will be laid to rest today. 11-year-old Olivia Knighton from Massachusetts died at the hospital after a crash on the Intracoastal Waterway. As the boat was traveling, another boat car caused a large wake, throwing Knighton overboard where she was hit by a propeller. Her visitation and funeral will be held at Attleboro, Massachusetts from 2 to 7 p.m. with her funeral set for tomorrow
0: at 10 a.m. Ruling says union affiliate Dock workers have the right to staff every job at the Hugh Leatherman terminal here in Charleston. A three judge panel denied an appeal from the state's port authority on Friday that would have instead maintained a hybrid model relying on both union and state employees. But the rift may not be fully healed yet. Governor Henry McMaster told reporters this month that he would support sending the case to the U.S. Supreme Court if the International Longshoremen's Association won the appeal. S.C. Port's president and CEO Barbara Melvin responded to the ruling saying, we are disappointed in the Fourth Circuit's majority opinion. We're reviewing the opinion and weighing all options for appeal. South Carolina Representative
2: Nancy Mace is warning fellow Republicans that an impeachment inquiry vote on President Joe Biden could result in a loss of congressional seats.
1: Well, I do believe we
3: are at this point. An inquiry is different from an impeachment vote and is another tool in the toolbox. But I will tell you, every time we walk the plank, we are putting moderate members, members that won Biden won districts. We are putting those seats at risk for 2024. We are putting the majority at risk. And it's not just impeachment that does that. Other issues like abortion, et cetera, also
2: put those members on the plank. Mace also emphasized the importance of having an airtight case against Biden before any attempt to impeach him. She said, quote, we have to show overwhelming, undeniable evidence in order to move this thing forward. And if we can't,
0: then we should not, end quote. Built a career, a local nonprofit, announced a new partnership designed to address challenges that people of color face in education. Our Caitlin Ashbaugh joins
2: us after hearing from organizers and students about a new youth council giving every child the chance to succeed in school and in life.
1: Organizers tell me this council is the first of its kind. It's dedicated to bringing awareness to minority communities within public education systems. The council board, made up of nine African-American and Hispanic Latino students from Berkeley, Charleston, and Dorchester counties, hosted their first meeting at the College of Charleston yesterday. Each took turns stepping up to the podium detailing their agenda for the 2023-2024 school year, including efforts to aid struggles with inclusion and community, disabilities, racial bias, and more. Organizers say it's to ensure POC youth are given the platform to be involved in the shaping of their futures while given a safe space to share the struggles or experiences they may face.
3: They actually know the solutions that are needed in order to improve their education experience. And we want them to understand when we at at Tri-County Cradle to Career, when we talk about equity, this is how we're trying to walk the talk.
1: Organizers say that this council is completely youth-driven and they're dedicated to making sure they can advocate for other minority students. Reporting in Charleston, Caitlin Ashbaugh, Live 5 News. At
0: the top of the show, I told you that on this date in 1928, the Roaring Lion made its debut as MGM's mascot. That roar preceded the film White Shadows in the South Seas. If you knew that answer, you are the ultimate film buff. Celebrating birthdays this Monday, singer Lobo is 79, entrepreneur Mark Cuban is 65, actor Wesley Snipes is 61, author J.K. Rowling is 58, and actor Dean Cain is 57. Thanks so much for joining us for another edition of Morning Y'all, powered by Live 5 News. I'm Katie Kamen. Hope you have a great start to your week. I'll talk to you tomorrow.
1: Morning Y'all is produced every weekday morning. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and download the Live 5 News app for your mobile device. Get the latest news and weather updates 24-7 from Live 5 News, the Low Country's news leader.